Good morning, happy Friday, and welcome to day five, the final day of Blake Street Banter Does the Minor Leagues. Today we sit down with the voice of the Hartford Yard Goats, Jeff Dooley, and he gives us a quick 15 minutes of the top 30 players he has out there in Hartford, and a few surprises, um, names that you might not have heard of but should probably be on your radar, uh, possible players we see up in Coors soon. So... Sit back, relax, put this on your drive on into work on the way home um, or while you're drinking a beer, whatever you want to do on this Friday. Enjoy it, share it, retweet it, share it. Love you. Go rock. Welcome to Blake Street Banter, where one of us knows what the word banter means. The other one's along for the ride. We are here with Jeff Dooley, the voice of the Hartford Yard Goats. And how does it feel to be back in Duncan, Duncan Donuts Field? It's awesome. I mean, Dunkin' Donuts Park is we're very fortunate to have one of the better ballparks in minor league baseball. It's just so great to to celebrate, to get back to the norm with our fans. And uh, we're very fortunate to have the facility and to have the fan support. So we're uh, we're 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 tickled to get to, to tickled to death to have uh, to have baseball back in 2021, Aaron. Yeah, I remember talking to you in December and you could just tell you missed it. And so I'm sure you're pretty stoked about being back there. Um, another guy that's a big fan, I saw your two-minute clip of him, which was very well done, uh, Taylor Snyder. Um, he mentioned just loving Hartford and the fans being pretty great. Can you talk about how great he is right now, leading the Hartford Goats with 14 home runs, 900-plus OPS, just really doing his thing? Yeah, he's been outstanding, and, and thanks for your comments. Uh, Mike Delgado put that feature together. I just voiced it, so all the credit should go to him. He, he, it was well done for sure. But, uh, yeah, he's he's been outstanding. He, he's got really good genes. His dad played nine years in the major leagues. Corey Snedder had one of the best arms I remember when I was a kid. Nobody would run out his pops, but uh, he's got a chance. He's got really good power. He's a guy that has the ability to change the game in a couple of ways, Obviously, with his back coming up with a clutch hit, or he can make a nice defensive play. He's been moving around the infield there, and he's played mostly at shortstop for the yard goats. But uh, he was at first base. Kristen Orpia had him at first base the other day. They like moving these guys around at the minor league level. Right. He's played a little second base. He'll occasionally play third, uh, just because you never know when you get a chance to go up to the Rockies where you'll actually play. But he is somebody that I think that maybe if you didn't call him a prospect a couple of years ago, he's opened a lot of eyes. He's leading the double the A Northeast right now in home runs. He had a, a really a remarkable week uh, two weeks ago. He was the league player of the week and he batted mm -hmm. 609 with six home runs. He had a two homer game twice during the week. Um, one actually helped win a game on the road in Reading. And he's, uh, he's a terrific kid too. So he's someone that is really easy to root for. So he's putting up really good numbers at, at the double A ranks. And hopefully he's got a chance at some point to, to go up to triple A, if not play for the Rockies at some point this year. Yeah. Well, sometimes we see that jump from the double A to the big leagues. It's pretty cool to see him come pretty much kind of come out of nowhere. Like he was above average in 2019 in Lancaster, but like these numbers are out doing that. And it's, it's pretty cool to see these guys, especially the not top 30 people. So cool on that. Um, let's talk top, top 30. So just kind of going down the list of the Rockies top. Um, Ularis Montero, number nine on the list, part of that Nolan trade. He's kind of got some shoes to fill just because the Nolan trade. Um, started out kind of hot, cooled down a little bit, kind of hitting again. He kind of hit a lull. What adjustments have you seen him make in just being a professional ball player? Well, I think there's a lot to like about him at first. Um, and I know that's one of the reasons the Rockies wanted that piece back in the Nolan exchange, or, or so I heard. 
Um, you talk to scouts and they really like the way he checks a lot of the boxes. He's a big, strong kid. He mm -hmm. has the ability to hit the ball to the ballpark. Um, you know, defensively, he's he, he's getting better. Um, and his body frame as a kid that, you know, is going to project to be a really strong kid at the higher levels, um, you know, and, and at Major League Baseball. Um, one of the things he's experienced, I think, is, you know, going, through, you know, obviously with the pandemic last year, they lost the season. So there was some rust, I think, going around throughout baseball. I've heard it. I've seen it firsthand at double A, but I've heard it at A ball and triple A as well, just because guys are, you know, trying to get back to their form that they had in 2019. Right. But generally speaking, Aaron, as you know, the double A level is a it's a really a difficult jump. Um, you know, obviously the big leagues, it's it's a different universe. But when you go from A ball to double A, players will most of the time tell you that that was the biggest jump in all the of uh, minor league baseball trip double A to triple A I heard isn't as much even for pitchers or hitters. Um, but going from a ball to double A, you know, can be that tough adjustment. And then obviously you throw in the mix, uh, you throw into the mix that you lost last season as well. So mm -hmm. um, I think he's having a trouble. I know he did play a little bit of double A baseball before, but going to a new league and, and, you know, adjusting to different pitchers, guys that he probably hasn't seen before, um, it can take a toll on you. And we saw that firsthand with Ryan McMahon. Right. Ryan McMahon had to repeat double A. And, you know, going back to years ago with Michael Kadira played for the, the Rock Cats at the time, he had to repeat double A as well. I know Trevor Story repeated double A. He was in Tulsa the last year of, of Tulsa with the Rockies and then came back and, and played a, a season our, with our organization. So double mm -hmm. uh, A level is a hard level. And he's going through, I think, just the adjustment page. But but you do see uh, a lot of things that you like about uh, about Montero's game for sure. Is he as big in real life as he looks on the screen? He's huge. Yeah, he really <laughs> he's a is. Giant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he really is. He's got a, a big upper body. He's got strong legs. And, you know, the, these guys just continue to get so much stronger because you have the ability now to, you know, get on the nutrition stuff. And just basically when they sign, they have trainers and strength coaches a couple of digits away on their phone. So they can, they know what to eat. They know when to work out. I mean, they're, they're working with the best people in the world. So I think that's why we're seeing at all levels, the guys being so much stronger and so much quicker than they were yesteryear for sure. Yeah. And it's paying off for him for sure. Yeah. Um, another piece added in a trade, um, Jamison Hanna, the, he, the Hoffman trade number 13 in our top 30 list. He was, he made a name for himself with the Rockies community in spring training kind of set on fire solid defender former second rounder i'm um, struggling a little bit at the plate right now um what are you seeing from him from that hot hot spring that he had well i, I think the biggest thing with jameson is his ability that he hasn't been able to stay healthy he's only mm. played and he's actually played in less than half the games i think he's played in 21 games of the 50s so um he he has problems you know staying healthy he's had a couple of different uh you know nagging injuries that have kept him out of lineup I like what I've seen. I mean, he, he'll have a couple of games where he'll go 0 for, then he'll have a three hit game. He's hitting over 300 right now. So he's, he's done all right at the plate. And again, this is a really tough adjustment for him. Um, you know, but I, he, he plays really good defensively in the outfield. He's a short player, but he gets to the ball. I, I like his roots that he takes to, uh, and, and he sometimes he'll sacrifice his body diving balls and things like that. But he's a guy certainly that I think Rocky fans can be excited about. Again, the biggest thing with him is his inability to, to stay healthy and to get on the field. But if he can stay healthy, I think the weather's warm now. And, and certainly uh, from now on through the rest of the season, I, I think right. you're going to see really good numbers for him. But, but yeah, he's over 300 right now. He's been impressive okay. at the time that we've seen him. 
Um, you know, and he, he could be that leadoff hitter that, uh, you know, that he's been, he's hit, I think one, two, and three in the yard goats lineup, but most of the occasion now he's been that leadoff guy for Hartford. That's, that's very exciting. It's, and it's having solid defense and Coors in that center field is yep. huge. So I think he can transition pretty well with that. Um, Carl Kaufman, um, the number 17 former went to the same high school as DJ, um, brother rice out here in Michigan. He had that quick call up from Spokane and then now he's in Hartford struggling a little. He is, he is. It's a, it's a tough adjustment. He, he came to double A with two games under his belt. Yeah. It's quick. It's quick. It's the quickest I've ever seen. I've done this a long time. I've never seen anyone move up this quickly. Uh, David Ortiz, when he, when he came up uh, big poppy, he, he spent some more time in a ball. Um, I understand why he's, he was a college kid through a lot of innings. Yeah, uh, got it done and, and got Michigan really far into the College World Series. Won a big game against Texas Tech, and I do like some of the things that I see. Um, I think he has a chance to do okay, but this is a hard level. It really is a hard level, and and he's been challenged um, while he's been out there. And and quite honestly, he's he's just been um, he's been overmatched. You know, at, at the times that I've seen him, I I do see something where I'll say, okay, I see it. Um, I, I just think that, you know, like, again, it's, it, it's, it, it's been overwhelming, I think for him. And, and it's, it's been difficult because he, you know, he, he was up pretty quickly, but again, it comes down, everyone's in the same boat. I mean, some of the guys that have had little time at a ball because of the pandemic and, you know, because of what they've done in the past, I know a lot of organizations are trying to move guys along. So, um, you know, hopefully he'll, be able to adapt again i've seen some things that i really like but i mean overall um he really has struggled with uh with his time at, at the double a level those trials and tribulations that we all know yeah. about those minor yeah. leaders and, and aaron as you know this can make you stronger too i mean you just yeah. got to fight through it especially you know both physically and mentally but a lot of it is mental when you get to this level too so you know making sure that you know you're doing the right stuff and um you know and, and we're, obviously we're all rooting for him i I do like some of the stuff that he has. I know he brings a lot to the table, but yeah, it's, it has been a challenge, uh, you know, when he's pitched uh, so far this year. Yeah. And looking at his college numbers, he has the stuff and he competes at a high level. So hopefully that kind of comes to the forefront here in a second. Um, right. Number 21 and 22, you can kind of maybe bunch these two together. Tommy Doyle and Ryan Feltner. Feltner has been electric, doing really good stuff. 15 strikeouts and in the 10 innings that you've had him up there. Doyle kind of on the, on the Kaufman realm there what do you see from those two arms yeah Doyle has struggled I mean there's no there's no question he struggled um you know late in the games I mean he's a guy that's going to come in in the ninth inning and try to get guys away and unfortunately he hasn't been able to do that to this point hopefully he changes things I know he did have an injury um that sidelined him for a little bit so he was on yeah. the injured list um he's back now but again I'm just hoping that he can work through this I you know I I know he pitched a little bit in Colorado last year, and there's, there's just so much to like about him. He, he throws hard. He's got some different pitches. Um, but, again, this this has been a challenging level, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that he would be the first to tell you that it's, it's a really good league this year. So um, mm -hmm. he has he has been challenged for sure, but we're hoping that, you know, that he can get through it. He obviously has the stuff, just, uh, just hasn't gotten the job done, quite honestly, Aaron. So hopefully – you know, he can turn things around as, as we near the midway point. Um, and um, Felser has been, he's been outstanding. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a short sample because he only pitched a couple of games, but right. I've really liked what I've seen. I mean, he's, he's actually pitching tonight for the yard goats and um, 
he throws strike one, he gets leadoff guys out, um, all the things that you like to see. Um, he throws it over. He's not afraid to let his stuff play. Um, lets the defense do the job behind him. He'll strike guys out though as well. So um, he is someone that, um, you know, had, had pretty good numbers coming in. And, and so far he's, he's done a really good job. Again, it's a very, very small sample. He's pitched 10 and a half innings, right. um, you know, <laughs> at double A, but no, definitely uh, like what I've seen from him so far. And, it, and I'm really excited to see him pitch tonight. Yeah. We talked to Boyle about him a little bit, um, Spokane voice, and he said really nice things, very similar to what you just said. And hopefully that carries over into it. Um, and that's the, that's the top 30 in the, in the yard goats. One of the stats that I saw that stood out to me was Sean Bouchard leading the team in hits, um, 18 doubles. Enlighten us a little bit about that stick. Yeah, he's a good player. I mean, he, he got off to a somewhat of a slow start, his first go around at the double A level, but he is really, he's been really consistent. He and he and Coco Montez, Montez has been really, yeah. really good. Um, you know, I, I, I see him as a, you know, as a potential big league guys leading the league in doubles right now, but Bouchard is, yeah, he's, he's right there in hits. I think he's second, second on the team. I think he's second in the league in two base hits as well. He's gotten some meaningful hits and, you know, he, he's playing pretty good defensively in the infield as well. So yeah, th there's, there's some guys that are beginning to, to turn the corner and to, uh, to improve, which is obviously what it's all about. I mean, once you get out there and you're doing it every day and, you know, the other thing this year that, you know, a lot of people don't know is a very short spring training for the minor league guys too. Right. So, uh, you know, having them, you almost look at that first month of May and say, well, you know what, we've got to, you know, give them a little bit more because generally speaking, that would still be where they're in spring training modes. Like it or not, that's where their bodies are. That's that that's time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're into, we're into games now, right? We're into uh, late June, almost July. And, and some guys are, are beginning to show that they, they may be candidates for the Rockies at some point. And I, I think Bouchard is one of those guys for sure. Yeah. He's those cool looking at his numbers. He's kind of, yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, he's, he's been good. He really has. Yep. And then we'll end it with this. Um, what are some of the pitching surprises you've seen? Um, Duncan and Todd show up to me real quick. Duncan with similar numbers to his 2016 year. And then in between now and then was a little off. And now he's kind of going back to what he was doing in 16. Um, but what else? What, what have you seen arms wise? Yeah, he's uh, he's Duncan's been good. I mean, he's he's older. He's 29. So I think they signed him just to, to chew up some innings here. And, you know, there were some younger kids in the rotation that they felt that, hey, let's get someone that, you know, has had some success at the double A level. So Frank, obviously, someone that, you know, not only pitched a double A before he was a triple A all-star and he's just thrilled that he wants to play baseball. So he's thrilled to be here. Um, yeah. Loves every aspect of the job. But I, I think he's a guy that could maybe go up to Albuquerque at some point and, and try and help the Topes. Um, the other guy, Tate Ciano, I mean, his numbers were like video game numbers. They were unbelievable. <laughs> you know, and I'm just so thrilled because, you know, he was in Altoona the last couple of years with the Pirates organization and, you know, didn't really get a, a chance at triple A and, came here and it's almost like uh, it might not be on that prospect sheet but what do I have to do to prove I mean he had given up one run in like 20 games it was wow. just it was unbelievable and finally moved him up so I would put him in as a guy that you know <laughs> who knows what can happen because he he was just outstanding this year but um you know he he's been he's been good although he's gone and and, and you know Regan Todd was a, a guy that you know he pitched the other night and pitched well and He's got good numbers this season. So, um, 
they've got some guys that are that are starting to turn the corner for sure. I just wish we could put a few more wins together on the board. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's kind of give and take with the record right now. Yeah, and you know what? The, the guys are playing extremely hard, and and you know, as, as much as you like to win games, it is the, it's about development, and we love good games for the home crowd. The last three games here at Dunkin' Donuts Park, although we lost two of the three with ninth inning home runs, they've been really exciting games, and um, you know, it's a it's a fun group to be around this year. And I know every single kid in that clubhouse downstairs, they want to win every single game, and they want to do their best, but. Uh, you know, we're, we're thrilled that they're playing their tails off to, to try and win games and, and to try to get to the next level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wish I was in Hartford to be able to go see some of the, of the skills here that we see. Um, I appreciate you spending this quick hitter minute, 15 minutes with us and just talking Hartford and getting us excited about the future. Yeah, anytime. I appreciate you having me. And, uh, you know, we'll talk again sometime this summer. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Find more content at blakestreetbanter.com.